Judah and Matthew are dumpster people, and they occasionally use foul and inappropriate language. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to Brother Date. Hiatus over. I'm Matthew. And I'm Judah. It was a short one. We only missed one week, right? Yeah, just That's the not one. Bad. If uh, if schedules had worked out better, we might have been able to squeeze something in last week. But I know you're packing up that whole place. Uh, yeah, I mean, we um, the movers came out and, and actually did a lot of the packing, but we wanted to organize and dump shit. And uh, yeah, that week was frantic. So. And now I am in an empty condo. I'm uh, just sitting here waiting for my stuff to show up. Latest update is the movers will be here on Monday. Uh, okay. To drop off all of our, our dumb shit. So their window technically opened today, right? Yeah, they told us 14th to the 29th, which was a huge delivery window. That is a big delivery window. But yeah. if, you know, if you really get them on the 18th, that's not too bad. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's moving along. I ordered some bar stools, so tomorrow I'll have something to sit on. <laughs> and um, uh, our sectional sofa that we ordered comes next Thursday, and you know uh, this place will be up and running pretty shortly. Oh, so you ended up finding one that met uh, your wife's exacting standards? I think she had to settle a little bit. I think she had okay. to, she had to come down on a couple of things, but yeah, we found one that was in the good price range and had uh, enough of the uh, the criteria. I did go over them with you. <laughs> is it a is it a word a day? sectional yes it is yep will it improve your vocabulary by teaching you the word burrito lingus yeah every day you just uh you push the button and it just it spits one out uh, that's to eat a burrito with the mouth right that's right it's the grossest worst way to say that concept that's right uh i don't know how things been the last couple of weeks off off pod uh, I mean, things have been okay. I have uh, largely filled my free non-potting, non-Star Trek watching time with uh, Call of Duty and mm. uh, um, Running Man. Yeah. Run- the good, good Korean variety show Running Man. Drama Fever is hyping that they're getting the latest season soon. They keep sending me spam emails about how uh, Running Man's coming back soon. My very shady um, Windows Store app that I used to watch it keeps updating every couple of weeks. It's got like 390. Nice. So yeah, that one's just up to date then. Yeah. Yeah, I can't run it because I got the Windows 7, which is from 100 years ago when everything was powered by steam. And that's... It's from the year 7, so... Yep, that's what it was named for. And At I... least mine's from the year 10. I take it back, they didn't have steam yet. It's all powered by Brontosaurus <laughs> shit. That's what runs my computer. They had Steam. It's just that only only the top 1% of people knew how to generate it. Mm, yeah. Cause... And no one knew how to use it for power. Right. That's the problem. I wish I could get this thing Steam Steam operated. It was it was pretty high-tech stuff. So I can't use that app. That's disappointing. And as you have discovered, using the actual Drama Fever website is 
like rolling in wet diapers. I couldn't even get into an episode. I saw 11 ads in a row and I gave up. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It just like kept resetting. It kept acting like it was going to play an episode and then it would play another ad. And I, yeah, I'm done. I'm done forever with this. And you're like, oh, I don't need to see this ad for uh, Korean frozen food frozen meal thing that i've never seen in a store 15 more times their uh their app on my samsung tv works pretty good so i can't wait to get that back on monday and i can well actually when i get that back i'll have to jump into star trek's probably oh no we already decided mm. we're not doing that till after the new year that's right we're, we're coming back in the new year right. with star trek Go so ahead. you got a little time i need the break <clears throat> that you can spend the time between christmas and new year's that when you're not like visiting people or having holidays yeah. I assume you haven't, like, you didn't go out and get a tree and put a tree up in your empty place. No, I have a fake plastic tree, like the song, and it, um, it's coming on Monday. Oh, with the, the rest song of my junk. Creep? Like the song Creep? Like the song Creep, where he uh, talks about how I'm just like an angel. It's about me. <clears throat> song's about me, everybody. Yep. And it was sung to you, and it is about you. Mm hmm. Uh, but I did sign up for Sling today, so I can, um, I cut the cord and I added a, a streaming version of the cord. Oh, I see. So, like, you can now because it's cheaper. You can, so but I, like, I just watched. Is PTI. it still regional? Well, yes. Like everything. Well, the only way it really matters is on the. So local. you can't watch A's broadcast. Yes, um, you can't watch the local A's broadcast. As with anything, the the local the local sports. And now I have to watch whatever shitty Nashville and Southern regional and local sports networks so yes i like it tonight i can't watch the sharks game but i probably wasn't going to anyway yeah to be fair you were probably just gonna either play call of duty or watch running man right exactly i have not watched a lot of sharks games uh this year i watch a lot of warriors though so i'm kind of bummed out about that but they get a lot of national television games because they actually win so i'll be okay and then i'll figure out whether i want to watch the a's this year uh the last three and a half make me think that i won't want to you might not. Yeah. Might not. Uh, my desk right now is a box. It's a because I got my computer on a, an empty box. What uh, what kind of box? Mm, my cool new trash can came in. It's an Amazon box. My cool oh, I see. new trash can for the kitchen came in. With, it's got a sensor, so you just wave your hand over it, and the lid opens, so you don't have to like handle any of the. You don't have to touch the garbage pail. And does it say stuff to you like? Trash you please, or anything. It's not programmed with Japanese, so that, or even Japanese English, Japanese accented uh, English. I realized I said trash you, but <laughs> trash and I also you just please. said also <laughs> just said please normally, and I don't think that was a Japanese accent. No, you left off so the other. I, I am sorry that you got the impression that I was being racist to the Japanese. I was just uh, trying to make your trash can say something weird no it um it doesn't say nothing but it also accidentally triggers every time i walk past it which is kind of cool so that's cool and then it'd uh, suck if you had a cat or a dog or a monkey or something living in that house though oh as soon as they figured out they could set it off they would do that all the time or god forbid a raccoon because they want what's in that trash can i wish i had a raccoon i would keep it in the trash can probably legal to have a raccoon as a pet in tennessee yeah, uh, let's see what the state mammal is. They must have one. Oh, what's your this guess? This is going to be a good segment. What's, Hold on. What's your guess? Without looking, what's your guess? Uh, a white-tailed deer. It's probably some kind of deer. They probably like hunting. Let me see. Uh, state <laughs> symbols it's, of it's the raccoon. Tennessee. It's the raccoon. It's the raccoon. <laughs> it's the raccoon. <laughs> it's the raccoon. 
No, yeah, it is. Oh, the yes. raccoon. Oh, that's amazing. I love it so much. Ah, so good. Oh, it's, it's a good picture, too. It's shifty looking. Oh, that's, oh boy. All right, I've got the Wikipedia list of Tennessee state symbols open. Oh, good. I'm sure there's lots of good ones in there. Their state tree is the uh, tulip poplar. That's not exciting. Uh, it was chosen because it grows from one end of the state to the other, is a quote. Oh, who? Wait, who is that attributed to? The General Assembly Act that named it the state tree in 1947. All right, okay. It was extensively used by the pioneers of the state to construct houses, barns, and other necessary farm buildings. Hmm. That's it, though. All right, that's not exciting. No industrial buildings. The state fruit's the tomato, which is only barely a fruit. It's maddening. Yep. Uh, let's see, they got state fish. Uh, smallmouth bass? Or the state commercial fish? Just the channel catfish. I got some kind of dumb horse. Oh, the Tennessee walking horse? Yeah, I don't care about show horses. <laughs> like what do you think about the eastern box turtle, Tennessee state reptile? He's pretty neat. He's pretty, I like his coloring. He looks I don't like poisonous. that they didn't put a picture up of the state amphibian. And I also don't like that there's a state reptile and a state amphibian. Don't make me finally learn at the age of 37 the difference between the two. I also have been trying to avoid that. I don't need to know that. No, I don't either. Mm. And also what a snake is. Um, Which one it is? I don't care. The firefly or lightning bug is the uh, the state in- the state insect. Oh, wait, that's four different insects. That doesn't seem right. And the insect known as the lady beetle, ladybug, or ladybird beetle. Why are there four state insects, though? Also honeybees and what the zebra swallowtail, which uh, seems like something you would catch and then give to Punchy in <laughs> uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, the other thing I've been doing with my time. Maybe if they had more bugs in this game. How many no, bugs they got, a... dude? Not a lot. Yeah, I guess they don't have a zebra swallowtail. They got they got the tiger. They have at least five. Got... There are two different kinds of fancy beetles, and then yeah. the regular fruit beetle. And then two kinds of butterfly. And then two kinds of butterflies so far. Yeah. I don't know if they'll introduce more. It doesn't seem like there's enough fish and insects. Yeah, because uh, it's not about collecting. It's about doing shit for people, which is not my favorite part of Animal Crossing. My favorite part is checking things off a list. Hey, which of Tennessee's two state rocks is more boring? <laughs> the agate? Oh, my phone's ringing. I'm going to have to let it go. Sorry, I'm in the other room now. Or uh, limestone. Limestone looks pretty boring because the picture is two girls in jean shorts looking at it. Just looking at it. And then the Barrett M82 M107 is the state rifle. Here's what's wild about that. Some kind of sniper rifle or something? Yeah. God, this phone just won't shut up. It was designated the official state rifle in February 2016. That's a good time. It's weird that states are still doing this shit, right? Well, that seems like a political move. Like somebody was, uh, some anti-gun person was mad about all the people getting murdered all the time. And so some asshole decided that he was going to really show his pro-gun stance by um, proposing this... uh, this House Joint Resolution 231 to make this weapon the official state gun or whatever. Yeah. State firearm of Tennessee. A lot of, a lot of yeah. assholes in this part of the country and, and every part. Oh, uh, hold on. Uh, the designer is from Tennessee. Ooh. It has been continuously manufactured in Tennessee since its inception in 1982. Yeah. 
and the designer of this gun is one of only four individuals who have invented rifles that were officially adopted by the United States military. Good for him. Uh, and there's a lot of whereas clauses in these things. Right. I'm looking at the PDF of the actual resolution. Well, that's very exciting. Yeah. Uh, it also says it's a anti-material rifle. That's correct. What, what does that mean? Uh, that means it can like uh, stop an engine on a truck. Is that really okay? That's good. Yeah. I didn't know that's how people used rifles. Uh, well, what will happen if you shoot a person with it is the person will be destroyed in a horrible way. Mm-hmm. And so I think they like to reclassify them. Um, so that they uh, you know, like so that it's not about monster um, making weapons. a person just utterly destroyed. That's why they don't call it a splody rifle. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I'm sure Ryan will oh, yes. weigh in. Ryan, please weigh in on why what an anti-material rifle is and why. That's a good idea. That's what we should do. Uh, speaking of which, I think this is a mailbag week, right? Uh, it is a mailbag week. Mailbag. And the first, the first mail of the mailbag. Oh, wait, we got a mailbag theme. Yep. And go! Mailbag by Brother Date. All right, that was a good mailbag theme. Cool. Uh, the first mail of the mailbag is from Ryan. Uh, it's surprised. on November 29th, and it is a picture of Patrick Stewart mm. in a gray t-shirt mm-hmm. and uh there's a quote next to him and it says use the force harry and it is attributed to gandalf pretty good that's... so there's some kind of nerd baiting i see what's happening that's like when uh, you're on the burger king message board and you talk about how you heard mcdonald's was pretty good and yes exactly and then you ask if they even, oh, if what about they pizza? Like pizza yeah but do you like <laughs> pizza though <laughs> um but he then immediately uh, wrote in to say, fine, I present for your reading pleasure the first John McEnroe. Oh. What which we got? is the link to the Wikipedia article for Suzanne Lenglen, a French tennis player who won 31 championships between 1914 and 1926. That's a long time ago. Um, not really in this article is a picture of her. I mean, she. She wore a cloth tied around her head in two of these pictures. <laughs> I guess that's sort of John McEnroe-esque. I guess so. I mean, it's only one component. It doesn't really look like an unbroken line between her and Mark Knopfler, though. No. <laughs> and I think by choosing a tennis player, you have maybe missed the point. Yeah. Let me uh, let me get this Mark Knopfler picture. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, just want, I just Every time I see a Mark Knopfler picture, I just... Oh, Wow. <laughs> I love this one here. This one, he's got a sleeveless t-shirt. That's pretty good. That's yep. not bad. Good job, buddy. He never felt like he needed to be real ripped. Oh. Um, but he, you know, his astounding confidence. Oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, I, I think she's just wearing a headband, and I don't think that's really the whole... Th- I don't think that's the whole story. It's not enough, right? Yeah. Front thing, hers is a big old beefy one that's supposed to like yeah. keep, what, keep her hair in place or something. I don't know if elastic had been invented by 1918 or whenever uh, that picture was taken. Yeah, that's a good point. They just figured out steam, so they would probably. So, but but still, like, she's not even wearing wristbands. Yeah. Oh boy, and he's Knopfler's got some big old bulky ones on right here. Yep, exactly. It's important. He doesn't want to get his hands sweaty when he plays guitar. No, he just um, wants to look like John McEnroe. So I think we said that. Uh, 
we would accept an earlier one and just leave the challenge open to yeah. find the very first one. But I don't think this one counts is the trouble. I don't know if we can give it. God, she just like you could just find a person in a turban at this point. <laughs> That's right. That was the first one. <laughs> and it's kind it's kind of not enough. Especially because when I look at these McEnroe pictures and he's wearing this red elastic headband and then I look at this Mark Knopfler picture and he's wearing a red elastic headband and yeah. it looks yeah. perfect. <laughs> uh it's as if he called up mm, Easton. Yeah, maybe. And, and said, there's no mark uh, on either of these. I want the uh John McEnroe signature model but goddamn, they look the same <laughs> it's so great all right I, i'm gonna call that no i'm gonna say no for now yeah thank you for trying but ryan first entry first entry in the competition yeah. so still something uh at brother date ryan writes fat and nasty is what the marines call you when your body fat is over 18 percent that just sounds mean they're probably not allowed to do that anymore that's a, that's just not even like uh it's not even like code for something else. That that's literally they're just saying you're fat. Like we call fat and nasty people the people that we think are fat. That's not Yeah. That's not, that's not code, you're right. Yeah, it's not clever. Come on, Marines. We can do better than that. Uh Ben writes in at Brother Date, Great Wall was pretty awful, but it was fun. Red boxed it and it was worth the one eighty or whatever. Would have been pissed if I'd paid full movie price, though. I bet it'll become a cult classic. So somebody has seen this, then. Yeah. Because I saw previews for it a couple of times, and I wasn't sure anyone would actually take the time. Hey, that movie's pretty recent, right? <clears throat> yeah, it came out like last year, I think, or maybe early this year. Ben, why are you doing Redbox? Well, you got technologies. I wasn't going to get into it. The... It, feels, it feels mean. I feel like people who use Redbox don't need us to pile on. I guess so. I guess so. Why do you, okay, why do you think he would do it instead of using like such as a some streaming services? Netflix, Hulu, etc. Mm-hmm. I guess for their great selection. Well, if they got they got the they got wall, great wall, or great wall or whatever it's called. I initially couldn't place this and uh I thought he was talking about the Chinese restaurant at the end of uh there's a little shopping center at uh Bird in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Which is Ben and I live very close together. Right. Uh, which is called Great Wall Chinese Restaurant. And I I really didn't shake it until I got to 180. Like, I passed over the word red box. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I and just that like, means, I'm not sure what that means. Yeah. That he red boxed it. Is that a delivery service I've never heard of? Uh, it's weird because right. this place is so close to our house. Oh my God. That's until he said it was worth the, worth the $1.80. And then I was like, oh, that's too low to be a delivery fee. Redbox should get into the delivery game. They should deliver you a DVD for the night with your food. There you go. That's it. That's how they're going to win this race. Uh, and then eventually you said movie, and I understood that right, Great well, Wall was a thing uh, that we talked about. Let me take a look at the cast on this film, and you can tell me whether or not you are interested in seeing it. All right. Let me see. Film. Let's see. 2016 monster film directed by Zhang Yimou. Wait, wait, wait. Monster film? I, that is apparently a genre according to Wikipedia. It's a monster okay. movie, uh, creature feature, giant monster film, or disaster film, or whatever. Uh, Zhang Yimou, you remember him? Yeah, he worked for the Kingdom of Chu. <laughs> he, he directed uh, good movies like Raise the Red Lantern, uh, Hero, House of Flying Daggers. And then he also okay. directed this. Um, okay. 
so that's who, that's who directed this this piece. Wait, Race the Red Lantern was good, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and it's got Matt Damon, Pedro right. Pascal, Willem Dafoe, and Andy Lau. I mean, I would definitely see... Right? I would for sure watch a movie where Andy Lau is a Hong Kong detective and Willem Dafoe is his international nemesis. <laughs> that would be pretty good. That's not this movie. Sounds like those guys could do some good work together. But it's like when you just hear that paragraph, you're like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. That's, I want to see it. I'll see it. I'll see it even though it has Matt Damon in it. Man, have, uh... you, seen, have you seen the one where they're doing the karaoke and uh, Jay Sook knows all of the words to the song from Running Out of Time 2? <laughs> yeah, uh, he loves those movies. Or something like no, that. No, it wasn't and that I one. Was... It was one of the, um, uh, it was one of the uh, Chow Yun-Fat movies. Oh, what was the name of that movie? Um... It wasn't Running Out of Time. You're right. It was... Um... <sighs> Fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, why did I put all my DVDs away? I could just look at the fucking DVDs. I, I have the movie. Yeah, it's, it's one of the Chow Yun-Fat ones, right? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, hold on, I'm looking up. How come his Wikipedia doesn't have his fucking filmography? What, I got an IMDb, this motherfucker? It's probably too long. It's probably a separate page. Well, they did make like 16 movies a year in Hong Kong, didn't they? Um, Let's see. All right. Oh, yeah, he has 115 credits. Okay. Yeah, that's too many. Oh, fuck. I'm never going to be able to figure this out. Um, oh, there's two, uh, not a better tomorrow. Um, shit. Oh, no. Oh, it might have been. Better it might have been a better two. tomorrow 2 or something Yes, it was like a better, that. yeah, a better tomorrow 2. <laughs> right. Yes, he knew all of uh, that. And I was like, uh, I like that he likes that movie. Yeah, they, I like when they get little tidbits about each other that they didn't know before. Like, they find out that he loves these... Uh, these bloody gangster movies. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, you're right that um, Men on a Mission, you get to learn more about the people who are on it. I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't know what each of their one major scandals is. It's not constantly being thrown back <laughs> in their face that one of them's in debt and two of them are divorced. <laughs> I guess that's One true. of them was a, had a gambling problem. I guess we, uh, some things do come out. When you play enough of the games where they have to either pass a lie detector test or yes, that's something true. like that, they, you get some, you get some stuff on them. <clears throat> oh yeah, great! We've learned that Sukjin loves his wife. Congratulations! <laughs> yeah, it's not really helpful. The only one who could pass that lie detector test and say that he would marry her again if he was reincarnated. Yep. So anyway, that that just looking at who was involved with this movie, it's like, oh, this might be a good movie. But no, the first thing I ever saw about it was the trailer, and it was apparent that it was not a good movie. I didn't even see enough about it to know it was a monster movie. Uh, I guess they're fighting um, fantasy monsters and not, like, uh, tribes. Yeah. At the Great Wall. Well, that's not what the Great Wall's about. I know, I know. Why wouldn't the fantasy monsters just go around it, or whatever? Yeah, they're not very good, are they? Like, in... I hate to say it, but in 2016, it's Great Wall is not much of an impediment anymore. Oh, it doesn't take place now. We got um, we got manufacturing, so even if you don't have helicopters, we got ladders pretty good. <laughs> this, I think and this, also, the wall's not really manned. This movie, in a way, this movie takes place in the year uh, like 1000 or something. What's Matt Damon doing in there? He's uh, some kind of European. Who I guess... Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say the year 1000? So before the Mongols proved that the Great Wall wasn't anything? Um, well, I mean, other tribes had already um, sort of skirted. 
yeah. the various pieces of the Yes, world. for sure. But as we all know, the, the Yuan Dynasty is from the 13th century. Yes. So they had, to, they had to set it before their big national embarrassment. Right, yeah. And um, also, why didn't these... Does this, I mean, does this posit a universe where the monsters already like control the rest of the Eurasian continent or something? Like, where are these monsters coming from? The, they just live in Mongolia? Like, where are they coming from? Do, yeah, I guess. Do they control all of Siberia, too? Like, Did what? you see the Running Man where they went to Mongolia? There's lots of space there for I fantasy monsters. I haven't seen it yet. I am looking forward to seeing it. I'm just saying, uh, even the premise is uh, ridiculous. Anyway, he's some kind of European. Matt Damon's some kind of Euro who comes from Europe to um, do something in China. Geo's team has two missions. Okay. <laughs> they have to find a descendant of Genghis Khan Easy. who belongs to a particular tribe. Oh, okay. I forget the name of the tribe, and also they probably never said it right once. Right. So, who knows? Number two, they have to get a liter of milk from their sheep. That's right. They gotta get that sheep's milk. But, unfortunately, they don't find them until like 5pm, and they milked all those sheep already that day. Oh. So, it's pretty tough for them to get that milk. <laughs> and also, none of them really wants to do it. <laughs> I want to see it. I can't wait to see that. I, I want to get back into the Running Mans, but again, I can't really watch them. I'm not going to watch them on YouTube anymore. I refuse to do it. Because you're mad about the weird music choices that well, Drama Fever does on YouTube? It's just weird that they they think that that's... A, I mean, it did work. I did eventually go to Drama Fever, but it's like... Yeah, it made you stop watching them. So it did, drove them. I did just say I'd never go back to YouTube again. So it, Yeah, I got, guess it seems like it works. They got me. <laughs> Uh, Ben wrote also on November 30th, my head is saying no, but my heart is saying yes. And I don't know what that's about. And that's not a reply to anything. That's just, a it doesn't. Oh, uh, it is. It's a reply to Ryan. Hold on. What's oh. that too? I could have done better. All right. Come on, dude. Get your shit uh, it's together. To the, it's to that picture. It's to that picture oh, that Ryan sent. Right. Use the force, Harry Gandalf. by Gandalf. Picture of Patrick Stewart. Right, right, right. <clears throat> Thank you, Ben. Um, but he also wrote in to propose some condo names for you. Oh, okay. Here they come. Yep. Chili Dog Manor. That uh, sounds like kind of like a Sonic the Hedgehog tie-in or something. That's true. Ham in the High Castle. I I kind of like that. But that's, Motown just, that's Haven. more about me. I mean, this would be the High Castle, I guess. Yeah, What's that is one? true. What's the other one? Motown Haven. Uh, it will be that. For sure, but I won't call it that. I think Fort Nasty's still on top. What about Motown South or Lil Motown? Lil Motown. <laughs> Lil Motown might be good. I like Lil. Kind of like Lil Motown, and then you wouldn't have to take down the sign when your when your uh, mother in law came over. Yeah, but I'd still have to explain it. In laws aren't good at jokes. Well, you could just say it's because we have two cars. All right, that we do have two. That would even be the truth. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Cause I'm t- I'm and you already mind. have them because for some reason it took an entire week less for your cars to get there than your the stuff. cars got here like right quick the day after I got here. They they came via the same, I mean the same infrastructure was available for both things. Mm-hmm. But for some reason. I'll tell you why. The guy who delivered my cars was Russian trash. And he <laughs> made his, he was much faster than the American guy. I say Russian trash because he uh, was wearing, he didn't speak almost any English, and he was wearing camouflage pants. Oh, yeah. Right? 
he stepped out yeah. of his truck and he like wouldn't talk to me and I was like oh the cars are in the back over here and he just went he just looked at me and went about his business like getting another car out of the way on the back of the truck and uh and then he like inspected the cars without saying anything like you know writing down every little scratch or whatever that's on them and then he looked at me and he goes keys and I went, okay and I handed him the keys and then he handed me the forms like the the triplicate whatever my copy of the triplicate and he goes that's all. <laughs> and I, and nice. I, and I went, well, that was easy. And he just shrugged at me and went and got in the car. And I went, okay. Hey, maybe while well, we're talking about cars, I know we're still in the mailbag segment. Maybe you can help me with this. I got uh, the letter today from the charity that I donated my car to. Hmm. And they sold it for $2,500. Hey. Do, now I feel a little dumb. Could I have gotten twenty five hundred dollars out of that car? Apparently, you could. because I got zero dollars. I out mean, of somebody it. got twenty five out of it. That seems like a lot for that car. Yeah. But... Wow. What, did they tell you who who the sucker was? Because maybe not because it was sold at an auction or something, right? But wow. like, that's not bad. I mean, it's bad for yeah. you, but good for charity. I mean. The exterior of the car is in pretty good shape. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no major body damage to it. But even so, very surprising to me. Wow. I didn't realize you would get uh, you would get any kind of follow up on that. I figure is that so? You is that going to oh, matter? Oh, so many tax forms too. Wait, so that's going to matter for the taxes? Yeah, because it's a charitable donation. And so, in the, what you in the amount of twenty five hundred dollars? Ah, okay. All right. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, nice job. Then was it cars for kids? Uh, it was Wheels for Wishes. That sounds like the same kind of thing. They still it's kind of the same alliteration. <laughs> uh, Marshall and I did the research, and um, Cars for Kids uh, is, is some kind of uh, Jewish charity. And um, I think they chose the, the all the K's in there because they're, they're trying to scare people away from the... the, cake, the get them off the case. I think maybe they're KKKs or something. Don't, oh. don't want anyone to find so- out who they are. Because otherwise it, it it's pickles on parade if they find out <laughs> that right. they're Jewish. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Because <laughs> we just looked it up because um, I've been hearing those Cars for Kids commercials for like the last eight years. And I'm fucking tired of them. I'm just really tired <laughs> of the Cars for Kids commercials on the radio. Stop and, listening uh, to the radio. I don't do it often, but Marjan does. And whenever I'm in the car with her, I hear... One eight seven seven cars for kids. K A R S cars for kids. And I want to fucking kill myself. I've been seriously since I was like still living in Boston many many years ago. We were making jokes about how stupid that song was, and it still keeps going. Wait a minute, one eight seven seven cars for kids. It's too many numbers. It's gonna complete after you dial the K I or something, isn't it? Maybe they they don't care. That's fine for them. If you if you just type a couple extra, they don't care. As long as the call goes through to the right place. Yeah, that's true. Uh, on December 3rd, Ryan wrote in, at Brother Date, I used to think there could be a system behind the design of work shifts, hmm. but now I know it's completely fictional, just like in Star Trek. That someone might say to you, I'll relieve you at 0300, and you just gotta go, yeah. oh, but I was gonna, my shift ends at 11, okay, that's cool, I'll just hang out. I'll just sit in this. I'll sit in the dark bridge. Although Riker doesn't make it dark in there like Data does when he's on night shift. Yeah, uh, Riker doesn't know the command you're supposed to give the computer. <laughs> like he could turn the lights down manually, but I think he heard Data do it once, and he knows that there's a thing, and he wants to say it right. Yeah, 
he wants to initiate. He's like, he probably did it one time, like, uh, computer initiate night watch. And the computer's like, command not recognized. And he's like, yeah, I know. I know that. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. I don't even want it to be dark right now. I actually, I, I heard, I heard that worked one. When time. it's dark, then the the panels are too bright; they hurt my eyes. So I like the lights on. But he's got five scared ensigns looking at him, so he's like. Uh... And then every day, no, he, I like it bright. He's like, when I get back to my quarters, I'll ask the computer what the right command is, and then he doesn't. Re- he never remembers. Like no, on he the just, way from he the gets turbo in there lift. and turns on those harps, and he's like, <laughs> he's just gone. Hey, ladies. <laughs> he from the turbo. Uh, what was I gonna do for the time he gets from the turbo lift to his front door? He it goes out of his mind, and you're right. He's totally in harp world after he gets in there, <clears throat> and then he gets back on the bridge, and he's like, "Oh, son of a bitch! I was gonna ask." I keep fucking forgetting. I want to make data work the night shift again. <laughs> That's right. He doesn't care. He's going to be painting anyway. Um, what do you think about this statement? Ryan wrote in on December 4th to say, at brother date, Hoverball isn't any more trite than football, is it? Oh, just the name of it? We we were. I think we were saying that the name Hoverball sounded like just generic future thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, football is um, very on the nose. It's true. It is pretty on the nose. Yeah. Bases ball is a little less on the nose. Yeah, because they didn't call it bat ball. They right. It's not, it it's not stick ball. Throw ball or glove ball or anything. Right. <laughs> Baseball is at least a little bit a little bit more inside what the game is about. Yeah. Basketball also is a little like... Yeah. I guess you have to know that they used peach baskets or whatever when they invented it. And they still do call it the basket. They call it a basket. Yeah. You make a basket. Um, but on the other hand, hockey, what does that mean? Yeah, that's a good question. What I does assume it mean? it's a Korean style alliteration. <laughs> I just like, wait, what is it? Or onomatopoeia, of course I meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe somebody makes the hockey sound when they're out there on the ice. Some fucking French Canadian did this. Oh, it does. It goes hawk, hawk, hawk when they hit it around. Uh, you know. That makes sense. All right, good. Thanks, French Canada. Uh, he also writes in to clarify that the line he was having trouble with in uh, Land Down Under is, uh, because I come from the land of plenty. That's what he thought was uh, the land, land of Dundee. Dundee. I mean, he does come from the land of Dundee, to be fair. <laughs> the it's land reasonable. of Dundee. <laughs> that was a Mondegreen. That was a Mondegreen. You I, remember that from I last told time. You, I learned something. I learned a real lesson. A life lesson, even. Not even just a word lesson. Because I learned... That there are still things to be learned, even at my advanced age. You learned all about Lady Mondegreen, mm. and, uh, yeah. Uh, then, uh, then he wrote in to say, oh shit, was that at Ben C. Town making the fucking chicken hand? I thought for sure that was Judah. Okay, he keeps talking about the chicken hand, and I don't, I don't understand what, what it's about. I don't know what the chicken hand Because we mean. had trouble with this the first time he talked about the squawking chicken hand, but he meant to say fucking, but it autocorrected to squawking, which actually was kind of appropriate, but I didn't know what he was talking about. Making the fucking chicken hand so that a you can, bear can fuck you in the woods? I don't I, remember I what don't, he said. I don't remember. And it's I, not worth scrolling down no. again. At the time, we were like, I don't know what that means, so this one doesn't help, but I guess maybe he thought you... We're making a fucking chicken hand, whatever that means, but it was Ben. So, he had written in also to ask if The Rock had ever made a good movie. Mm. But he writes here to say that Moana doesn't count because you don't see any of The Rock, what with that animation. I see the character that The Rock is voicing, and he's not entirely un-Rock-like. Ryan, if you think the problem with The Rock is the way The Rock looks... (laughs) 
And this is Maine. Problem. All of America is going to want to have a talk with you about this. And don't don't get into this with Katie. That's right. She might straight up break you in half. <laughs> uh, the, the Rock is a he's a good looking fellow. I, I mean, here's what I'm saying. If I was in the dicks, if I wanted one of like around my mouth area, I would think that the Rock was too bulky for me. Too big and bulky. But you know, I don't yeah. know. I'm not. I'm yeah. not into it, so I don't know. No, I see that. I see that. Maybe too much idea. You know what I mean? Like but you see like, Triple H, and you're like, too much, too many. But then, like, do you like bulky at all, or is there like? I don't. I don't actually have a preference. I'm just guessing. I'm or guessing would you, he would you, be you, too do far. Do you anticipate that your preference is gonna? You're gonna be like, um, you know who I like that Jude Law. <laughs> yeah, I like him a little wafy. Yeah, 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 for sure. No, I just I think couldn't, I couldn't think of another wafy guy. Everybody <laughs> has to be so ripped to be on TV now. I just think just based on where he must sit on the spectrum in terms of bulk. Well, don't you yeah, think well, the rock is way up there for sure yeah i would just think of typically you'd want to avoid the extremes but maybe people are into just i mean there are people who like the ladies to be as orange as possible with the biggest fakest boobs as possible so i mean it's that does seem to be a sector of our society maybe yes. that is like the what the rock is <laughs> well his boobs are also fake and so. orange i believe they're also orange <laughs> pretty orange <laughs> they, they were when he was still in the wrestling game because, you know, they were in arenas all day. They couldn't get real tans. They had to be bright orange like Taz. You remember Taz? I do I do remember <laughs> Taz. He was from Red Hook or something. We should, I think you're right. God damn it. I think what we need to do is every episode, we just need to remember. We just need to say, hey, do you remember? And then you name a wrestler. Because they're all hilarious. Every I one feel of like that's hilarious. one of the few, in the very, very short time that we watched wrestling. it really wasn't long i feel like he was one of the few who we saw their introduction and we also saw him being transitioned into something else because <laughs> yeah. he did a lot of fill-in commentating yeah he definitely became uh whoever replaced who did he replace he replaced jr or jerry the king yeah, I, don't Waller. I don't remember but at some point he he must have been you know what i don't even like this <laughs> I'm not good at it, and I don't like it. Everyone hates me. Everyone says I suck. When they're not saying Xbox sucks, they say I suck. There's got to be a way I can bridge this into something else. They're not I wrong. Like, better. like, I'm wrestling every day against, like, Crash Holly. Like, this is not... It's not going anywhere. No, I mean, I do suck. I suck a lot. <laughs> <clears throat> and honestly, it would be great if I could just sit sit in my chair with my uh, flamboyant suit and dark sunglasses and then just play the bad guy on TV and not have to do any of the acrobatics because I'm kind of pudgy. I'm a little I'm oh. a little too stout. I haven't ever been able to really get my body right. I don't know why. <laughs> I work on it. Like, I try to work on it. I try to be conscientious. I mean, yeah, sometimes I cheat, but I feel like my body's just not going to cooperate. So I need to maybe just sit on one of these folding chairs back here. At Brother Date, Ryan writes, but I think this is laser aimed at you. Mm. You can't get hung up on Denison's. They're Stag and Hormel and Wendy's. S- I said all of that, and I well, said those he, are worse. He did respond to his old his own thread and to say, "I stand corrected. You do know what else is out there." <laughs> That's right, and I'm not hung up. I just know what the good one is. I don't know. He wrote, "I'm sort of a fan of Hormel." Oh. Well, Don, you're also a fan of Wendy's. Yeah, I, I'm. I Your chili game is wrong. I wouldn't be surprised if Wendy's is is a Hormel connection. You know what I mean? They're Ryan, pushers. 
your your team is Al Gore. <laughs> that's right, because your views are because your views are wrong. That's right. Yeah, that's true. Good old Community season one. Some good stuff there. Like how um, Pierce old and he smells like a fart, and there's doo doo in his pants and doo doo in my heart. Yep. You know. <laughs> yep. He eats a big poop breakfast with a glass of pee. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever that rapper is, that they got to do that, <laughs> he had the best job. <clears throat> yeah, it must have been a fun day. Yeah. Uh, he says of his wife that she hella draws, but she doesn't animate, and yet he expects me to do it. Yeah, you don't even. Hella and I draw. don't even draw. Yeah, I don't hella draw either. I don't. I could draw a real bad Ninja Turtle whose head looks like a sombrero. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> Turtle heads are really tough to get right because if you go if you just do it a little bit too extreme or overstated, it does look like a sombrero. You know, just their basic shape. Uh, on December fifth, he wrote, uh, "Coming up on time for make it so, make it so, make it so to make the rounds again this year." Yeah, it's the the YouTube video where uh, instead of let it snow, it's got audio of Picard saying. Make it, make it so. Do you like Christmas songs, Matt? Um, I like some Christmas songs. It has to be a good song. Is the problem? I'm not into yeah, what Christmas about, music. What about novelty Christmas songs? Sometimes you mean something like Santa Claus wants some lovin'. Yeah, perhaps a Santa Claus wants some lovin'. Because that one's funky. That's some funky shit. So I'm into it. That's what I'm saying. I don't um I don't lower the bar for Christmas music. A lot of people will just be like, I don't care what's on as long as it's Christmas music, and then you got to hear some fucking white ass shit where everyone's wearing a matching sweater and it sounds terrible. But you know, you could be listening to Darlene Love or something, something good. Uh so, oh okay. Oh, let me load up the YouTube app because obviously that's the best Christmas song. Right. I think if any of the Phil Spector stuff. I heard it once a week ago, and I've been thinking about it all week. And uh, we did not talk about this, and it's very fun that you mentioned it. Any of the Phil Spector Christmas music is good Christmas music. Anything, any, any of it, it's all good. Do play that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to hear anything by Bing Crosby. Don't God ever, damn you, YouTube! Don't ever play anything by Bing Crosby. Like, fuck that guy. I don't care that he like. Yeah, he sucks nuts. Yeah, fuck that guy. Ah, see, this is like this is the best one. It's got all the Christmas feels, but it's also got the wall of sound. Also, I feel like she belts every line. Yes, this is a song. She ain't taking that, it easy. Uh, where every line must be shouted. That's right. <laughs> you know, audio technology sucked back then. How far away must she be from the mic? Uh, probably pretty far. <laughs> like six, seven, eight feet. <laughs> yep. They didn't. Uh, they didn't take it down to the basement to sweeten it up with a fifty-foot-long echo chamber or plate <laughs> reverb. That she's just too far from the mic. Yep. <sighs> so good. Oh, and saxophone. Give it some of that farty sax. That sax had 
all the Mexican foods. Yeah, it's a good one. That's one of them. Uh, has there ever been a good saxophone break in music? No, it's the worst instrument. It should be banned from all music. <laughs> it sounds awful. It's an awful sounding instrument. I, and every only... time you ever hear a saxophone break, you go, huh, that's the best you could come up <laughs> the with? The only joy I get out of it is just the joy of of witnessing something extremely terrible. <laughs> you know, the, the 15 seconds of saxophone music in... I hear a symphony or whatever. Yeah, any of the Supreme songs, they all have a saxophone break. But it's always just like... It's like, all right. Yeah, I could have just used some more song there. Just to put more song in. It's like you could have put strings in there and someone who could play strings. But no one plays the... I mean, obviously, everyone gets a kick out of Careless Whisper. And I genuinely love Baker Street, but I actually like it much more for Baker, the Baker Man. guitar. Baker Man? Not Baker Man. Another <laughs> song that may have a saxophone. I don't, I don't actually know. Um, oh, sorry. The saxophone's not the best part of Baker Street. Okay. Um, what about, how do you feel about Junior Walker and the All-Stars? Is that supposed to be done another way? Is he supposed to do shotgun with another instrument? What would that sound like? What would it be? Play shotgun. Well, Play shotgun like, imagine by if it Walker. was. All right, hold on. Imagine if it was a bassoon, though. I'm trying. See what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm trying. <laughs> no, you're not going to be able I'm to. I'm trying to imagine it, but it's I, all I hear is the saxophone, shotgun, or any, just any of the Junior Walker ones, because he really goes to town on that thing. I think YouTube is going to have shotgun. Yeah, fucking better. That was a single. That was a hit. I mean, it was a hundred years ago or whatever, but. Uh, just play the song. Yeah. Ah, oh, so farty. When it's not farty, it's squeaky. <laughs> Those are the only two sounds you get out of a sax. Oh, organ. Wow. Another ugly instrument. Man, talk about it. <laughs> Why is this a Rolling Stones level recording quality song? Oh, they for sure had recording quality issues. It's kind of, um... They were kind of like the early version of Sam and Dave. They were like proto-Sam and Dave. This song is very Sam and Dave. Maybe that's what it would sound like. Maybe it would sound like Sam and Dave if they did it different. Oh, could it sound like Soul Man with that very great understated guitar lick right at the beginning? Oh, yeah, they do. They kill it. That's like the best opening. I don't know why. Yeah. It's only like a second, and it's just like, oh, yeah, that was it. And that's about all the guitar you get in the whole song. Yeah, I think it's just playing rhythm the rest of the time. You don't even hear it. Um, Yeah, saxophone needs a dick. I don't think there's any way around it. No, it's just a bad-sounding instrument. Yeah, they should really take that. Adolf Sax or whoever the guy who invented the saxophone is did a bad job, and he should feel bad. They should take that off the shelves. Yeah, no more saxophone. This is the last generation of saxophone players. If there are any. 
Does anyone play the saxophone anymore? Oh. And then horns. I'm right, though. Right? Junior Walker is just uh, version one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what about, like, um, Booker T and the MGs? You want green onions? What do yeah, you want? Yeah, like, is that an effective use of the saxophone? Because it's, I feel like what they're trying to make is, like, Vietnamese coffee. Sorry, what I mean by that is what they're trying to make is, like, the muddiest, nastiest thing that you get. You get a perverse, <laughs> of like, a real perverse pleasure out of. Isn't, weren't they just making pornography? Isn't Green Onions pornography? I guess we'll find out. <laughs> let's just, let's hear this and you tell me whether or not you think this is porn. Because like they said, you, you know what's obscene uh, when you see it, right? It's like art. It's such a weird question. <laughs> is, is Green Onions by Booker T and the MGs pornography? Or is it Vietnamese coffee? You tell me which. Oh, maybe this isn't the one I'm thinking of. This is the very famous one, but I'm not sure how much saxophone there is in this. What I was thinking of was um, Cleo's Mood. Um, <clears throat> that's by Junior Walker, though. So there you go. Yeah, that's going to be a problem then. But now, um, now, did you want something by letters to Cleo? No, play, I'm confused. No, seriously, play Cleo's Mood though, because now my question is okay. still the same. But it's just about it's about Cleo's Mood and not Green Onions. I I think I put Green Onions into your head. Because that's the only Booker T in the MG song I know. No, no, no. I mean, that's definitely what I... I just confused them. But I was thinking of Cleo's mood. Come on. You gotta give me a second. Come on, you damn it. wants to show me all these ads. Oh, well, because you're not playing the ad, it, uh, it sounds like nothing. So I just... I'd love yeah. to hear what's going on at um, Red Lobster or whatever. I'm, I'm typing on a phone... Alright, tell me whether you think this is porn. Seriously. You know who I bet liked this song? Hmm. Eric Burden of The Animals. Could be. But I guess to some... Talk, talk about a terrible band. There are some saxophone bits in here that are filthy. We're just like, ah, uh, did he mean to do that? Why is he doing that? There are a couple like that in here where this it stings. You just go, oh, oh! Please stop doing it. And then listen to what that organ's doing. <laughs> That's the highest note that organ what can is, play. Right? Yeah, is it even technically playing? <laughs> the, I thought that someone was delivering a package at my door <laughs> when I heard it. Apparently that's the noise they chose for those scanners. That's right. They just straight sampled it from Cleo's mood. Hold on. I know there's at least one more real ugly saxophone. I feel like the music's going to drop out and we're going to get another real nasty sting here. I think we might. Oh, they got they dropped a beat. Wow. 
So, uh, whenever this was made, was this was this fucking music? What is this? Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is some nasty music for nasty individuals. Because uh, I don't oh. know if I could fuck to that. That was so. That was, that's evil. What's happening right there? That's got a rhythm problem, but. Uh, you know, different people do different things. For instance, uh, Howard Kramer's uh, favorite getting down tune is Bolero. I love Bolero. I just don't know if I could fuck to it. It's like 15 minutes of it, just the same thing, but, um, you know, more each time. Yeah, well, it builds an intensity. It does, but I don't know. I, I feel intimidated. How am I supposed to keep up with Bolero? Did you know that when... That's a good question. Let's hear the London Symphony Orchestra's version and decide, could you fuck to this? When Bolero came to New York City, uh, how do you pronounce his name? Ravel? Ravel? Ravel. Ravel. He, um, he fought with the conductor of the New York Symphony <laughs> because the guy, like, sped it all up. And then they were fighting, like, on stage about how the guy, the guy told Ravel that he didn't know the song that he made. He's like, you don't even know Bolero. And they, like, <laughs> got into a big fight in front of everybody. <laughs> Dude, it's back in the old days when musicians were fucking nuts. Well, are we going to hear it? Are we going to hear Bolero? We only got 15 minutes for that. I'll try to crank it way up because it starts out, Real let's quiet. say, slow. I like it because it's a nice march. It's very martial. It is. And I guess I do fuck to Mars a lot. So that kind of makes sense. There you go. <laughs> See, right now, I mean, like... Ah. Ah, what am I supposed to be doing? I feel like this would be distracting. This is when you're still struggling with your novelty belt buckle. <laughs> it's, the, it's the shape... It's, it's the shape of Ed Sullivan's face. So, Hold on. Just gonna see if that's something that you can get. They they only have one of them. They only have one. That's what the guy told me that they only have one. So that does not appear. It does not appear to be a, an item you can purchase. Get an Ed Sullivan belt buckle. That's dumb. No. Uh... Oh boy. Taking their time, huh? The fucking symphonies. This is not the right version. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. I'm at Bolero. You're just gonna have to skip ahead. Just skip. Oh yeah, now it's nice and martial. Mm, I feel like this is gonna be a real mysterious fuck. Yeah, it's gonna be a weird sesh for sure. <laughs> a lot of eye contact, but not not sexy eye contact. Intense though. Like maybe you're thinking about a treasure you've buried somewhere. Although I think Ravel said that he um his imagined setting for this was uh, some ladies dancing in front of a factory, which I thought was kind of weird. He was a weird dude, I think. They were all weird dudes. They all, him and fucking Debussy and uh, 
uh, fucking Seti. All, I think they all got kicked out of the Paris Conservatory f- uh, of Music just because they were they were all too bit, weird. They were too weird, too weird to stick around. <laughs> so of course they just hung out at the cafe and got weird. They were like the workaholics of their era, I think. Uh, on December fifth, Ryan wrote in at brother date. If I do, I'll be eighteen of your nineteen to twenty-eight, dog. Do you have any idea what that means? <laughs> Is this like that Chicago song? With the confusing name? What's the name of that song? It's like... <sighs> I'm going to stop you right there. I don't know the names of any Chicago songs. Uh... Alright. I can't remember it, and there's no way to describe it. And you'll never be able to remember the song while Bolero is playing. No, hold on. I typed in uh, Chicago confusing song name. Uh, 25 or 6 to 4. Is the 25 one. or 6 to 4. Yeah, that's what this is a reference to. No, I'm just saying, is that is it like that? Is this some, yes. Is this some I don't title? know. I don't know what it if means. If I do, this is not in response to anything. Uh-huh. If, I, if do, I, do, I do, I'll be 18 of your 19 to 28, dog. 19 to 28, what? And how could he be 18 of it? Eight. He's, he what, is he number 18? 18? Our... We already have 17, but we need to get to 19 to 28. I don't understand this. Is he 18 of our 19 to 28 t- total plays? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Because uh, this is like episode 73 or something we're doing right now. Yeah, he's going to have to give us some more on that, I think. That one I cannot um, deserve. But also on that day, he wrote in uh, at Brother Date, well shit, with a screenshot of his uh, iTunes library showing the Brother Date page with the message, you're all caught up. Oh boy! We've um, been wondering if that would ever actually happen. And now it has. And we and even gave him an extra week. for nine whole days. Yeah. So he made it. Cool. He would have made it if we'd put one out last week, probably. Congratulations, Ryan. Now, was it everything that you'd hoped? Now that you've gotten to the end of the journey? We didn't like your John McEnroe. Look, we didn't like it. That's okay, though. But at least he played along. <clears throat> and anything else? Has anybody tweeted since then? That's the mailbag. Oh, and um, we've been running this for about an hour. Is there something else you want to talk about? Uh... uh, uh Hey, twice, uh, twice came back with another with another song. Oh yeah, what's it called, Doc? It's called um, Heart Shaker. And uh, we, I only bring that up because we mentioned sometimes that these girls do not get breaks and that they come back. Uh, I mean, they just came back. They had that other song that was filmed in Vancouver. What was that one? Likey, uh, Likey. The it was called song. We We Are Priston. Yes, exactly. It was the one they ripped off Priston, uh, and that was like a couple God, months that ago. Did just come out, and they're back again. Back, just back again. They never stops. Yeah. So, uh, they must. This must have come out today. They still have. Oh no, that's likes. I was gonna say they still have under a million views. It's just under a million likes. How many views? Uh, it's not telling me. Okay, I think it came out uh, Monday. Maybe Monday. This sounds like a commercial, a jingle, right? Like this week at J.C. Penney. Oh, it kind of looks like a J.C. Penny commercial, oh, also. Well, there you go, then. It's called Synergy. Mm. 
One of one of them introduced herself. What'd she say? My name is Tsuyu. Should I just come up and say hi? Holy shit. They're not supposed to say their names. I mean, except twice. Sounds like harmless K-pop. It's got uh, easy-to-do hand gestures. <laughs> there you go. Just continuing the trend. Again, everybody wants to be the one with the song that the variety show hosts make people dance to. I don't know why I read the lyrics. They're all the same. How <laughs> there's one boy who that they're into, even though every boy is into them. Oh, oh, twice as a rapper. Uh, I think you know they have two rappers. There's only five of them. How can they have two rappers? Dude, there's nine of these girls. Oh. <laughs> I miscounted them. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, there's a bunch of them now. There's nine of them. Uh, uh, yeah. Red Velvet has five? Yeah, Red Velvet has five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they have two rappers, too, but only because two of them can't sing. So they just said, you can be the rapping ones. Well, if you only had to rap one sentence, it'd be real easy to train. I mean, that's kind of what they do. Again, there's so many girls in all these groups. These girls never help themselves to a big rap break. Yes. Not even if they're talking about their heart racing at 100 kilometers. <laughs> kilometers is the only part I can pick out. Uh, this is nothing. Yep, that's just harmless. That's a real harmless nothing K-pop, of a song. But it will have 100 million views in like a week. So that's, they're just, they're kind of, um, they're running out the clock. You know, they realize that on, they are on top and they're just going to do, they're not going to offend anybody with any musical choices. Did they put this one out so quick after the other one because they kind of knew it wasn't anything? That could be. You think? The other one wasn't anything either. The other one yeah. was Priston's song. It was. They really did rip that off from yeah. Preston. <clears throat> Preston ain't come back though. Where's where's this new song at? I don't know, but like I said on their official Instagram, yeah. they did uh, they did post uh, the nine remaining members of Preston. <laughs> Only one down so far. You know, it's not so bad. Pra- practicing their "We Are Preston" dance. It's important. So maybe they're getting ready to come back. They probably have to practice that. They probably have to open all their shows with that. I think that is their opener because. Otherwise, how will we know who they are? Oh wait, they'll play their their hit where they say, "Yes, that's right. They'll, we are Preston. They'll play they'll play one of their hits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's the haps and K paps. I haven't really been paying much attention. I've been um, alternately super busy and super bored. Just no. I did again today was the first day I had access to um, a lot of kinds of media. The internet got hooked up the other day. Anyway. Um, so yeah, I don't have anything else to say. That was it. Good job, everybody. We made it. We're back. Um, and we might be able to do one of these next week. I don't know if, you're, uh, if your holiday plans get busy or whatever. Does that next week? Well, you know, next week's the next week this time will be the 21st, for example. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. Well, let's, uh, let's play it by ear, but yeah. it seems like it's possible. But again, no Star Trek till 2018, everybody. That's right. Give us a break. When we when we do come back, we're going to be watching The Alternative Factor, Where Silence Has Lease, Necessary Evil, Resistance, and uh, Carbon Creek. 
All right, everybody, good job. Uh, Brian, you're going to have to catch up with this, and Ben, send us some uh, follow-ups on your tweets so we know what you're talking about. All right. Peace, everybody. It's probably some kind of deer. They're probably, like, hunting. Let me see. Uh, (laughs) It's it's the raccoon. It's the raccoon. It's the raccoon. (laughs) It's the raccoon. (laughs) It's the raccoon. Please subscribe.